Welcome to Connect, the weekly podcast for the California MBA, featuring one-on-one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry. I'm Susan Malazzo, CEO of the California MBA, and very happy that you could join us today. Before I welcome today's guest, I would like to thank our 2023 President's Council sponsors. Now, these are uh, companies that have provided a tremendous amount of financial support for the California MBA. Uh, mostly so that we can continue to be very strong advocates for the mortgage industry before the California state legislature and our regulators. Um, Of course, advocacy is the cornerstone of what we do at the California MBA, so I'm very grateful for the support from this year's President's Council sponsors. This year's President's Council includes AmeriHome, ArchMI, Consolidated Analytics, Funding Shield, Incelerate, Guild Mortgage, Rocket Mortgage, and Western Alliance Bank. Thank you all so much for your support uh, in 2023. Um, With that, it uh, is my pleasure to welcome to the Connect podcast, Rob Crane, founder and CEO of Down Payment Resource. Rob, welcome. Thank you, Susan. I appreciate you having me. Yeah. Um, So I always like to get started with a little bit of background. So tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started in the the mortgage business. Yeah, well, I actually started... uh, my, I guess my first professional job was as a realtor, um, and was a um, uh, started out as an agent, got a broker's license. Then I, for about ten years, managed branch offices. So I recruited and trained and, and managed uh, realtors, and then uh, made the switch to the mortgage industry, and uh, didn't look back, um, and spent a couple of decades in, in you know in the mortgage business as a mortgage banker originator. Um, leadership positions, senior positions, and things like that. So um, that's my background. I was not a, uh, uh, certainly not technologist, no technology background, and not a serial entrepreneur. But yet, here you are. You started uh, You started Down Payment Resource. Uh, tell us a little bit about getting the company started. Yeah, so um, it was kind of one of those random things almost. Um, uh, affordable lending and just you know the issues and the challenges around down payment assistance had been on my mind for a long time and I had different experiences with it but uh, I was sitting in a meeting one day uh, as a member of the Urban Land Institute and that was primarily uh, real estate developers condo developers home builders and I was on a steering committee and we were brainstorming about how to uh, spend a large gift that somebody made to create what they called a workforce housing center. And we're sitting around this in this conference room, everybody's kind of scratching their head and asking, well, what what is a workforce housing center? And you know, my background, of course, being on the at the point of sale, whether it's real estate or origination, the my my mind first went to, well, if I had the money, I would do something about making it easier to execute on down payment assistance programs because you know even when you work in a just a locally a metropolitan area there can be dozens of programs and i just knew um from my experience that that was that could be painful how do you keep up with all of that and so you know for a long time i had said uh there's got to be a better way 
and then um, fortuitously, I guess you could say that about four or five months later, that because that idea kept churning in my mind. And then the company I worked for, I'd been there 12 years, wanted expected to be there till I retired, but um, they suddenly filed for bankruptcy. It was oh. it was 2007, right? It was the first wave of the credit crunch, so a year before everything happened in 2008. And you know, my first reaction was, "Yikes, got to get a job." And but I still had this idea, so I was really half-heartedly looking for a job, market testing this idea very informally. And you know, all, it didn't take much um, positive feedback to to motivate me to keep going in that direction. So that's really that's it's as it's as uh, you know, it, I tell people sometimes be careful what you wish for because if you say something enough time, somebody's gonna say you know hand you the baton and say, well, go do it then. But I and I and I wouldn't trade it for anything. So. Yeah, it sounds like a very, very successful, uh, very successful venture. I, I do love stories about entrepreneurs. What advice would you give a young entrepreneur just starting out? Yeah, a couple of things. Um, first of all, uh, you know, whatever pain point, whatever you're going to do to change the world, you got to be really passionate about it. You know, it's not about, I mean, yeah, everybody wants a big exit. Everybody wants to, uh, you know, be successful. But what it takes to be successful, uh, you bet you, you, you have to believe in it wholeheartedly, number one, and you have to have a passion for it. Uh, it's just it's too hard without that. So, um, you know, that's that's number one. Uh, number two, I would say uh, everybody when they start out, including myself, I, knew, I learned this from firsthand experience. You kind of start out chasing that big whale. You know, you want to make, you know, you want to get that deal with, with a, a big brand name, you know, whatever industry you're in, you know, do you want to partner with Google? Do you want to partner with Amazon? Do you want to partner with IBM? Whatever it is. Um, in my case, my first sales call I made was to Fannie Mae. And uh, that's, that's kind of a whole other story about how that came about. But uh, you have to be careful because somebody said about, a large corporation that's kind of a household name, but I'm not going to name names, but they said somebody who worked there told them one time, you know, we put more people, more companies out of business by partnering with them than we did by competing with them. And I've, I've found out along the way, these last 15 years, I found out how that happens. And it doesn't mean somebody, you know, a company's evil necessarily. Yeah. There's some evil companies out there, but you know, a lot of times it's, using the analogy of a big whale, it may be a big friendly whale and they're playing around and they just accidentally roll over you and crush you. So, so I think um, that's something definitely to, to be thinking about uh, when you're starting out. And then finally, if there's any way you can, you can be self-funded and bootstrapped. Um, if you can avoid venture capital, and I don't have anything against VCs, but you know, somebody told me one time I was having a conversation with my um, advisory council and I brought up something about funding. And one of the guys very candidly looked at me and said, well, Rob, you realize if you had taken venture capital, you would have been fired by now. And that was kind of a sobering moment. But, you know, and a lot of that has to do maybe with the nature of what we do. This this is not a VC play. It's taken a lot of patience um, waiting for, you know, waiting for the world to catch up. But anyway, um, it has been so valuable to be able to stay independent and to do things the best you can 
the way you can. I mean, there's you know there's pros and cons for doing it both ways, but so those are those are I think some of the things just starting out that I would be thinking about doing it all over again. Yeah, it's great advice. I think that's great advice. And so, you know, you said you're waiting for the world to catch up. That kind of leads me to my next question. You know, 2023 certainly a different market than the mortgage industry you've seen in, in quite some time. I would imagine that lenders have a, a, a big appetite for the services of your company. Have you seen that this year? We certainly have. And it's really, uh, it started, there was a big change starting about 2020 during COVID. Um, but of course, for lenders, you know, we know the, the huge refinance boom, unprecedented refinance boom for a couple of years there. But even then, we were starting to, to see a renewed interest, a renewed appreciation for having this information that we curate. But certainly now that it's much more of a purchase market, uh, you know, we have a deeper pipeline than we've ever had. Um, I, I would still say, even for us, I've described it to people as, we have headwinds and tailwinds at the same time. The tailwinds for the reason you just mentioned, but the headwinds are what's going on in the industry. Money, money is tight. You know, it's not easy to, to for a, for lenders to let go of any expenditures. So, uh, I would say where we where we're getting the best traction are the lenders that, you know, have a, um, yeah, they have the resources. They have a long term strategy. They're committed mm -hmm. to this. Um, the market, you know, first-time home buyers, the underserved, you know, they have a strategy and a commitment to it. So, you know, it's um, we ha we have a chance. So it's you know, it's kept us alive. I I, uh, I certainly feel for everybody in the industry and and the vendors and fintech companies that support them. It's it's, it's tough. It's a tough year, that's for sure. Um, you know, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but maybe you do. How many down payment assistance programs are available just in our, just in the state of California? Yeah, I'm glad you asked them, and I'm glad I remembered to look it up before <laughs> you asked, because I thought maybe maybe you might ask. Uh, and this actually came from we do a, a quarterly index we call it Home Ownership Program Index (HPI), and so this was from our in April, so that was the first quarter uh, index where next couple of weeks we'll be publishing the second quarter of the index but at, at that time at the end of april it was about 304 programs and that was those programs were represented or administered by 229 different agencies wow so, so again you know how is anybody supposed to keep up with that you know it's just it's so fragmented and you know confusing and contradictory rules and things like that um so, uh, and at that time, about 62, 63% of those programs were funded. Um, I'll be interested to see what the funding percentage is, but you know, that's still, that's still a lot of programs um, right. to choose from. There's always, there's always, there are always a lot of choices. Yeah, it sounds like it. Why, why do you think it is that some lenders shy away from down payment assistance programs? Um, I think, I think for the same reasons that I kept saying, you know, before I started this, I kept saying, you know, there's got to be a better way. It's 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 the unfamiliarity. Um, you know, there there are a lot of programs coming from different agencies. How do you keep up with it? The funding status is the money available, not available? What are the rules to get the money? What are the benefits? So it's unfamiliarity, uh, and it and it's and it can be overwhelming. And uh, you know what what we what we try to do because 
you know, for a long time, we, we were so proud of the fact, yeah, we've got over 2,300 programs in our database and we keep them up to date every month. And then somebody pointed out wisely that, well, you know, the person sitting on the other end of the your demonstration, your demo, when you're talking about this, that that may not be a cool number. Then that's that's probably overwhelming. And so we we're careful now to point out that you do not have to boil the ocean because of the fact there are so many programs. You know, start small. If if for lenders who are not yet doing these programs, you know, start with the um, with the easier programs, the community seconds, for example. In our database, um, uh, our DPA directory, we have filters, and one of the filters is um, show me programs that have no participation requirements. That's a good starting point. And yeah. you know, start with a few, build up your competency, get over the fear that it's not as comp nothing's as complicated as it looks, right? It's just you know, I mean, even when I was originating, uh, when I was first originating and did mostly conventional loans, if I had an opportunity to do a VA or FHA loan, that was, you know, that even that was a little bit intimidating because it was not what I did every day. So, uh, right. but once you do it, you know, you realize it's it's not that hard and you just kind of build up your competency. Right, right. Yeah, I think starting out with the simpler ones probably does make a whole lot of sense. Um, down payment resource has been named most innovative tech new technology by housing wire tech 100 and Inman. I just share with us what what did recognition like that feel like after all these years of building up uh, building the company up yeah well I, I won't lie to you recognition feels good yeah you know, I mean everybody works hard and and and, it, and it's not just for me for the team because it is a team effort and and we have just unbelievably dedicated, passionate group of people who work very hard to do to do the arduous job. I mean, it's so manual, keeping up with 2,300 programs and these programs nationwide that we have um, represented over 1,200 different agencies. So anyway, um, I'm, I'm happy for myself, but I'm also really happy for the team to get the recognition. Uh, the other thing, and I think one of the reasons it's especially important is because um, the nature of how our platform works, we're connecting people with information, whether we're helping loan officers, realtors, consumers, we're connecting them with information, we're automating the matching process. Somebody described it uh, and actually came up again recently. Somebody said, oh, you're like uh, match.com for DPA, automating a complicated process and making it easier. And, but we don't, people don't consummate the transaction from our platform. So while we know how many people were connecting with information, we know things like, you know, what's the click to lead rate when a lender or a realtor is putting this out, you know, marketing it digitally. We know all those kind of things, but there's no way to, to compel people to tell us, well, what happened later? So, um, you know, it's, we, we just have no idea. We have, you know, we have, we do case studies, we have anecdotal information, but, you know, we do know, for example, last year, more than 3 million people used our platform to find down payment assistance. And that's not that's not our own platform. That's not our website. Part of it's our website, but the vast majority of that is through our partnerships, whether, again, through lenders, through multiple listing services, the large uh, real estate search uh, portals like Zillow, Redfin, Realtor.com. Um, so, and you know the other thing that, that um, uh, about that is, in a way, in a way, it's 
probably a good thing that we don't necessarily know all the outcome because I think at some point, you know, when you have the numbers like that, you know, people, somebody's, somebody's getting help. Right. Uh, sometimes it's better not to know because then I don't think you, you run the risk as much of, you know, becoming complacent or cocky or whatever. You know, you just do it because you want to do it and you know it's a good thing. Right. And that's the way our team feels. So, well, congratulations on uh, on that recognition. Very well deserved. I also you. see that you are a, a volunteer for MBA Convergence uh, program in Memphis and in Columbus, as well as a volunteer for Black Homeownership Collaborative. You want to tell us a little bit about those efforts? Yeah. So, and actually, Convergence is also just launched in Philadelphia. So, three okay. three markets for Convergence, and our our role is. Um, to share our, first of all, to share our expertise about these programs to, um, you know, especially, you know, cause we, we get very deep into the guidelines. It's not just, you know, here's $5,000, here's $20,000 and yes, it's funded or not. You know, we have potentially a couple hundred data points uh, for each program. Um, so uh, so we share that, uh, our expertise, uh, we, we look for opportunities to, uh, overlay other people's data with our data to come up with some unique reports and, you know, especially like in local areas. Um, and then we share some of our tools on a pro bono basis. So that's kind of our role in, in both of those initiatives. Um, so. Fantastic. One great, yeah, great connection with both of them. We, we love supporting the MBA convergence programs as well uh, here at the California MBA. Um, I do know uh, Down Payment Resource recently became a member of the California MBA, and of course, we're very grateful for your support through membership. Can you share with our listeners why you felt it was important to become a member of the organization? Yeah, we're we're very happy to be a member and uh, support it. And you know, one way I would an answer that was is um, you know, can you imagine life as a mortgage banker without an organization that's out there? doing everything they can to create an environment that's conducive to doing business. And, you know, maybe that's too high level or whatever, but I mean, and I think, I think your listeners, your members know, you know, about the great advocacy you, you do. I mean, there's, there's so much to keep track of that if you're in the business, whether you're a business owner, senior leader, a loan originator process, you know, anybody throughout an organization, you're doing business. There's there's so many things that need to be done to create that conducive environment, um, and you know to have to have an organization like yours with specialists and you know just smart people focusing on this stuff day in day out. You know, you like I said, you can't imagine. I can't imagine uh, being in business and not having that kind of support. Well, thank you. We are we are certainly grateful for your membership. And Rob, just congratulations on the success of Down Payment Resource. What a what a great story you have to share. Well, thank you, Susan. Thank you again for having me. Um, and we look forward to uh, working with you guys any way we can to help. Yeah, excellent. Thank you uh, for being here today. And thank you, uh, everyone, for joining us for today's podcast. To access any of our past episodes, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. That's it for this week, and we'll see you next time on Connect. Here we go.